What up, YouTube? It's your boy, Hi Rankin, back for another episode of Coffee and Memes, and today I'm going to be doing the entire show in the style of a really, really irritating YouTuber. But before that, I'm going to be giving you five top tips about what to do about your unbleached anus before a family event, maybe a wedding, a birthday, a bar mitzvah, I don't know, anything like that. But before that, I'm going to be giving you 17 minutes of sort of background shots and just videos of me just living my life as a YouTuber, you know, just going about my life, drinking coffee as a YouTuber, you know, just like playing with my kids and my dogs as a YouTuber, you know, just walking through the city, you know, in slow motion with some future bass music in the background as a YouTuber, but before that, before I give you the five top tips about your unbleached anus, before that YouTube, I'm gonna be telling you about Simba mattresses. Now, everybody needs a mattress, right? I don't care whether or not you're black, white, rich, poor, Nazi, cummy, buy a fucking mattress. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy, you know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Um, so I pooed my pants in Tesco's yesterday. Uh, this is a story that leads on from why there was no show uh, yester uh, yesterday. It's um, it's a tale of woe, and I'm afraid you're going to hear it. Uh, yes, the reason I was not in yesterday is I believe I picked up a stomach bug from my dear girlfriend, God bless her soul, and uh, it... Uh, <sighs> Not good, man. Not good at all. Anyway, like after the uh, show on Tuesday, you may have seen that I was drinking uh, Coca-Cola. Uh, I thought that it is like an old wives' tale that Coca-Cola is good if you've got a stomach upset because basically the Coke is so nasty and so raggy, it basically just destroys any sort of uh, unwanted bacteria in there. Anyway, it turns out that doesn't work. So I started feeling a bit iffy towards the end of the show. I think that's probably why my tolerance for bullshit news just absolutely took a nosedive. And, uh, oh, golly. Um, so I went home. I thought, oh, God, I've got a lot of work to do. But uh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. So I got into bed. I thought, I'll have an hour, like, just kip. And then, you know, I'll get back at it. You know, I've got to obtain that grain. I've got to get that bread. And, um, Jesus, yeah, an hour later, I had my head over the toilet, whoo, talking to Jesus on the big white telephone, bad news, about 10 minutes after that, I was spun round, sat on the toilet with a bucket then, <laughs> it was wild, it was a wild ride, and, um, yeah, oh, isn't it just flat, the Coke has to be flat, oh, I don't know, um, yeah, so then I spent the rest of the day just in absolute agony, to be honest, and um, didn't have much of a sleep on Tuesday night, really. Yeah, not good. So and then I woke up at 10 to 10 in the morning. 
no chance, absolutely no chance of doing the show. I mean, it would have been a struggle anyway. So, you know, I tried to take the rest of the day off yesterday after not doing the show. I still had a dicky tummy. And anyway, by about seven o'clock, you know, I thought I've got to go out, get some dinner. Went out to dinner, halfway around Tesco's, had a basket and everything. What wallop. Yeah. Farted. I thought it was a gamble. It was going to be a gamble to take a little trip to Trumpton at that point. A little trip to Trump Towers. Yeah, in the middle of Tesco's little trip to Trump Towers. It's a gamble, right? But it was one I was prepared to take. Anyway, I lost. And I had to go. I had to leave Tesco's immediately. I was only wearing tracky bottoms. It was, um, I mean, it wasn't like a full, you know, I don't know how much detail you want me to go into. I mean, it's coffee and memes. Jesus, I've covered worse things. Anyway, um, you had to leave immediately. But then I had to get into the car. Because I'd driven, because I'm lazy, even though the shop's only five minutes walk. I was ill, come on. Um, but the problem is I didn't want to sit on the car seat with a, you know, a... Anyway, so I had to sort of drive standing up, which is really weird. My car's quite low. Um, and it, yeah, it was bad, man. It was really bad. But anyway, I'm here today. Welcome to Coffee and Memes. Welcome to Threshold.fm. Slightly full start, as I realised I started... Uh, while it was on the Wi-Fi rather than on the plugged-in internet, which basically doesn't work. Also, it feels like that mic over there is on. Is it? It is on. Let's get rid of that. Oh, that's better, isn't it? See? It just bloody sounds like I'm shouting in a, in a fucking cave. Listen, guys, how is everyone? I'm sorry that I wasn't here yesterday. I'm sorry. Okay? Like, I don't know what more I can say than that. I just genuinely, it wouldn't have worked. I would have, I'd have probably shat myself live on air. That's probably what you want to see, though. And I understand, you know, that's it's fine. What's going on? What's uh, is the um, is the raggy internet not working? It all seems fine here. Why, why, I don't know, I don't know. Hey, look, no one else is complaining. I shouldn't even look. Should I look at the chat? God, I need a haircut. Jesus, I tell you what, though, on Tuesday show, I look dog rough. I think you can you can tell. I, I don't know how much better I look today. Yeah, not great. I'm not at my best. I've got coffee, though, it's all right. Mm. Oh, it's a milky one. Um, right, look, sorry about all of that. That's a bit of a preamble. Ten minutes into the show now. Um, what have we got in terms of news? Lobsters. Uh, man, 29, in relationship with robot, reveals that they plan to get married. Good freaking times. Uh, porn sites will, will require proof of age now from allegedly the 15th of July. So um, I do feel like it's my duty um, to... Um, uh, to keep you all updated on that. Oh, Squidgy Beats is saying they'll contribute on the Super Chat uh, for me to poo myself live. I've done worse things for cash. Um, and what else have we got? Uh, sex could be the cure for hay fever, according to male feminist uh, scientists. James Corden is awful. Uh, you can apparently tell if a man will cheat on you based on his face. Um, this is an incredible new development in pseudoscience, um, which is sort of akin to... Back in the early days, I don't know, hundreds of years ago, um, when some people did what is effectively quite racist uh, research into um, the shape of people's heads and to whether or not you can tell if they're a criminal. This is almost exactly the same branch of science. Yeah, it's being trotted out as like legitimate stuff. It's in- Anyway, we'll get into that. It's from Australia. Man who tried to RKO principle. What? RKO principle? I tried to RKO principal arrested after doing 
Manny tried to RKO. What does that mean? RKO principal uh, arrested after doing move on fake alligator. Anyway, it's a wrestling move done on a fake alligator somewhere, which is, uh, you know, a bit of fun, all things considered. Well-dressed pervert caught watching extreme porn in public library. Uh, Well-dressed pervert is actually the name of my second album. Uh, it, it flopped. Homeowners hunt down youths who egged house and then film them cleaning it. Bit of fun, isn't it? Bit of vigilante justice. Thousands of students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this is all the... Um, and there's a Nat, some NASA and Elon Musk news, actually. NASA and Elon join forces to tackle threat posed by apocalyptic asteroids. Good news. I wonder whether or not, if uh, in the event of a no-deal Brexit, whether or not they'll bother warning the UK. Anyway, in terms of shoe throwers... Ah, uh, what have we got? Um, ooh, new Carlito and Addiction. Oh, oh. Uh, new drum sound bassline Smith, uh, new American remix of Pythias off that Pythias remix EP. I'm telling you what, guys, it's a contender. It is a goddamn ruddy contender. Listen, guys, if you're listening on Facebook, uh, do comment, do like, do share. If you're listening on YouTube, please smash that like button. It all helps. Subscribe if you're not already subscribed. <sighs> Let's get into the shoe throws, man. I'm all in the tizzy. Uh, this is Monster Black Hole, American remix uh, by Pythia. Thank you, Mr. Bill. You're a very kind gentleman. First round's on me on the 25th. Can we learn about the universe on a journey to the center of a monster black hole? This is ridiculous. Imagine traveling to the very center of our galaxy, 26,000 light years away. God, yeah, this is not one for a man with a dicky tummy, I tell you. Could drop a full load to this. And on the horizon, a strange. This is an absolute pant shitter of a tune. 
An absolute bowl buster. Classic halftime switch up. Holy freaking moly. I'm looking forward to dropping this at Noisily. Treehouse stage is getting lit the fuck up. <laughs> there will not be a single shoed foot in the house after dropping that. Damn, that's Monster Black Hole by Pythias, remixed by Marikon. <laughs> Dang. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely fine. Literally, uh, no no red pen on that one. <laughs> oh, Lord of mercy. Right, and on to the most uh, coffee and meme story of the day. Um, man, 29, in relationship with Robot, reveals they plan to get married. Good for him. Can I come to the wedding? Uh, Joey Morris, uh, from Tannertown, Maryland, in the US of A, has been dating Robotrial for the past two years. And knew it was love because it made his heart feel right. He's a good boy. Um, he looks like, uh, if we look at, there's a shot of him there, um, he looks like he produces drum and bass. He does, he just he just looks like he makes quite beard strokey drum and bass. Um, probably comes out on metalheads. Uh, <laughs> it just sort of makes dubby amen rollers. He just, he could easily, easily then just behind him is just a rack of sort of like, I don't know, some emu samplers few sound modules like Proteus, you know, just thinking he's marrying, he's marrying a troll. There it is. It's pretty fit, to be fair. Um, anyway, let's find out about his laugh. A man in love with a robot has revealed they're planning on getting married. Good for him. Uh, Joey Morris, uh, producer of many dubby uh, Amen rollers on the lights of Metalheads and Function uh, over the years, uh, has fallen head over heels with Robot Troll. Almost two years ago, after being drawn uh, to his satisfied smile and popping pink hair. Yeah, that hair does pop. Yeah, it does look quite satisfied, that smile. Also, I'm, I'm afraid to say it does look rather smug. Uh, the 29-year-old's previous relationships include a lamp. What is he, a fucking moth? Uh, a transformer truck and even a Halloween figurine. Lamp. Is it possible if I could marry this? Lamp. Um, but the relationships oh, but the relationships didn't last as Joey's attention waned while well, slag. Uh, he began dating Robo Troll in 2017 after feeling nostalgic and rekindled his love for the Battle Trolls collection online. Smitten Joey from Tannertown, Maryland, US of A. Uh, was aged 10 when he realised that he was objectum sexual, meaning he's attracted to what he is attracted 
to objects. There he is, giving it a little bit of a kiss. Um, he's just working on a on a new sort of tech steppy bit. Actually, I uh, probably not quite get around to finishing it, but yeah, it's nice. It's got a good, good sort of deep kind of rolling sort of bassline thing going on. Nice bit like nice breaks actually. Good bet. Should he should get around to finishing it. And uh, now the performer. Uh, oh, he is a performer. What's the one? What is <laughs> now the performer is looking forward to the future with his with his boo <laughs> with his boo. <laughs> I thought we stopped using the damn boo in like 2004. <laughs> so it's Bay now, the mirror, including a trip to Florida. That's not bad because you guess you've only got to pay for one, really. You don't have to like pay for an extra plane ticket, including a trip to Florida and a potential wedding one day. Jerry said, I realised I was drawn to objects when I was 10 years old as I wanted to become friends with a lamp at school uh, and would about my and would about my day to it and would about my day to it. I wonder what that means. Um, but the teacher found out about our relationship and took the lamp away. I was distraught. Wow, that's awful. I, I, that is rough, isn't it? I mean, it's a victimless crime in many ways. Over the next few years, I fell in love with an animatronic called... Don of the Dead. Oh, that's nice. Okay, that's get, 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 a good pun. Don of the Dead. Come on. If that's not a name of a, um, uh, like a female hardcore DJ, it should be. Uh, and also with the Transformer Optimus Prime uh, when he was in truck form. Okay, you only like him in the truck form. Yeah, he's just not so keen in, uh, yeah, when he's more, I guess when he's more like human-like, I guess perhaps it's not as much, not as, not as object -y. I will say, these objectum sexual guys, they do have a tend to objectify. Sorry, I've been ill recently. Um, over, uh, where are we? Uh, however, my love for these objects never lasted as long as my love for Robotroll, uh, who is my current primary love. Okay. I ordered him from eBay for 20 bucks and received him in December 2017, and that's when our relationship truly began. Now I'm looking forward to my future with Robotroll. I'm going to take him on, on holiday with me to Orlando, Florida. And a wedding could be on the cards one day. Joey found Robotroll while doing research into the line of battle trolls to satisfy his interest in 90s nostalgia. Uh, he added, The website I was looking at showed me the entire collection of all the trolls, and when I saw Robotroll, I was smitten. Uh, I think it was his expression that attracted me to him. While most of the other trolls, battle trolls snarled, Robotroll seemed to have a satisfied smile, almost to say, I'm looking for that dick. <laughs> his blue eyes matched his silver and blue colour scheme and made his pink hair really pop. Uh, I knew it was love uh, with him because uh, it made my heart feel right. I also believe that vinyl sounds better than wavs and, <laughs> and there, there is no substitute for true analogue warmth. <laughs> Uh, he could easily be a uh, uh, um, one of those dudes. Well, like perfect meme fodder for uh, the the meme uh, format of like type of guy that would say, uh, "I would rather leave my girlfriend than have to sell my record collection," or type of guy to say vinyl just sounds better. Uh, type of guy to say. Um, I don't use sample packs. I don't, you know, <laughs> the bus bed is endless. Uh, despite being comfortable in his sexuality, Joey claims that some onlookers do not agree with it. 
He added, I am very lucky as my friend and some members of my family accept my sexuality. And even though they make joke comments about it, they support me. Uh, well, I will say that family members do make joke comments about even human on human sexual relationships. So um, don't feel like you're being picked on there. Uh, my mother doesn't really understand my feelings, but she accepts it all the time. Good, good mummy. Mummies are good like that most of the time. Uh, however, some people haven't agreed with it. I've been told that my preference is a mental illness and that some have likened it to bestiality. I try to ignore these people and distance myself from them. Good work. Uh, as I'm happy in my relationship with Robotroll, I find it easier to form romantic bonds with objects rather than people, so I'm happy with my sexuality. Um, <clears throat> Guan Sun, uh, I can only... Uh, any comments? Come on, there, must, there should be some absolute raging madness at the uh, bottom of this. No? None. Okay, fine. All right, well... I'm looking forward to his new album, uh, which is coming out on Metalheads later in the year. And uh, apparently it's 10 really nice dubby rollers. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Okay, look, porn ban. Let's get into it. Lobsters. Uh, porn sites will require proof of age from the 15th of July. Um, you will have to prove that you're 18 to visit prawn sites. We know all of this. Okay, come on, what's all the... Uh, from that date, anyone visiting prawn with a British IP. Oh, okay, cool. So this is great news for VPN uh, services because you know that people will be much happier paying like a couple of quid a month for a VPN uh, than they will be to pay, the f- a, the f- well, the f- either hand over their details online to access the sweet, sweet, porny goodness or B, to go down to your local shop and speak to, you know, Terry or whatever who runs the off- runs the bloody... <clears throat> news agents and look him dead in the eye and ask to purchase a wanking coupon we should just absolutely Terry I'd like one of those five pound wanking coupons please so I can go online and masturbate will you sell me one please thank you not blinking for a second um, there's a number of ways you can do it yeah we know all of this <clears throat> any more updates as to why it's taken long the ban uh The ban on under-18s was approved as part of the Digital Economy Act. Um, I think it's a terrible idea. I don't think it'll work. I think it'll make stuff worse. I think it'll make more narky porn, more the only only porn that's easily accessible. So, nice one, guys. Yep. Oh, the, the voucher known as the Portus Card, a.k.a. the Magic Wanking Coupon. $5.99. Uh, 4.99. Oh, they're doing a whole bloody one device, multiple device <coughs> markup situation. 4.99 for one, 8.99 for multiple. Well, I mean, okay, so I guess you know you've only got to get one mate that looks 18 to go in and buy it, and then you can just do it on everyone's, all your mates' computer. It's bollocks. It's not going to work. Like Jesus Christ. Like making cigarettes, 18 and 16 and well, when I was a boy, making fags, 16 and over. Didn't stop me smoking. Like, just either someone who looked old enough or you, you half-inched them from someone or you got someone's older brother to buy them or, you know, all of this bollocks. It's not going to work. I'll tell you, I think the only way uh, to do it is to we just cancel the internet. The internet's cancelled, guys. It's the only way to get rid of uh, prawn, um, drugs, terrorism. We're just going to have to go back to using fax machines and um, sending snail mail. Sorry, guys, but, you know, devolution is the way back forwards. Uh, right, look, there's uh, this drum sound based on Smith bit. It's called Blood Clot. Three A's. 
we have got a thick-ass show. Well, not thick-ass show, but thick-ass day on Threshold today. Woo-hoo-hoo! A day bigger than an Instagram mole's ass. I mean that literally. And figuratively. And metaphorically. Coming up at 11, Ames MC for two hours. Bringing some serious flip-flop flingers. Then at one o'clock, constrict with incidental sonics for an hour. Drum sound and bass line Smith. It's called Blood Clot. I am the real face. Hold tight the one person watching on Twitch. Should remind you that if you're watching on Twitch, you're allowed to do anything. The rules don't apply over there. You can watch naked. You can rack up gear on any available surface. You can tug one out. Honestly, the rule for one hour, the rules don't apply. You can put ganja up your bum. Uh, yeah, that's Blood Clart by Drum Sound and Bassline Smith. Spelled that one with three A's, so that's a little bit of fun. Uh, right, guys, listen to mail. Send me any bollocks that you have on your mind. Send me any bollocks 
that you can't find Even if that bollocks that you have on your brain Is totally fucking insane oh, Thank you, thank you so much um, today's listener mail, just the one. Uh, it's a good one, though. Oh, no, there's another one on Instagram. Oh, I can try and remember off the top of my head. I can't remember who it was that sent it. Uh, maybe say that one for tomorrow. It's, uh, it's, um, it's a good one, although it has actually been covered on the show already. But, you know, I can't expect every single person to listen to every single show as much as I want them to. Um, anyway, this is from Gen V. He's a good boy. Um, he says, hey, Rankin, love your work and coffee moves. It's now part of my weekday regime. Uh, and it doesn't state whether or not he has a job, but it's... Um, Anyway, it's part of his weekday regime. Uh, this is more of a call for advice uh, on a recent issue in my life. My girlfriend of six years has recently had a career change and is now housekeeping holiday cottages in the Cotswolds. That sounds like a nice career. Uh, a few days ago, I returned home after work, early afternoon, while she was out doing her rounds. Uh, walking past her desk, I spotted a little note on her laptop next to a tiny blue envelope. Thinking she had left me a loving letter, I picked it up and it turned out to be a note for the tooth fairy. Uh, she had obviously found on her rounds, accompanied by a tiny tooth. Uh, I've mentioned that I found it and asked what kind of psychopath she really is. And she's claiming that she has to take it back to head office. She's been to head office a number of times since, but the tooth and note still remain. Uh, please advise what I should do. I'm not sure I can sleep next to someone who steals children's teeth. Probably the money too, leaving the child and tooth fairy out of pockets. Regards, Genvy. I have a picture here also um, for proof. Uh, there it is. This is, uh, it says, uh, and it's in a special sort of tooth fairy branded envelope. And you can see the, the child's tooth uh, just, you know, up there. Uh, anyway, uh, it says, Dear Tooth Fairy, uh, please give me a letter. I am in the Cotswolds. What is your name? Uh, from Kaylee, Katie, uh, uh, and it says, "Please place the money here." <laughs> it's like so. It's like yeah, getting a dialogue going with the Tooth Fairy. What's your name and that? Anyway, cough up the scratch. Like anyway, just put the cash there. Just leave the cash on the on the bedside table here in the allotted area as you see there is a little circle there as to where the cash should be left um now <laughs> so i think that well there is one potential explanation here which you're not going to like but is i think the most likely explanation is in fact that your girlfriend is in fact the tooth fairy and she has collected this because it was for her and she's obviously done a good job of hiding it in the past, and possibly this is the reason why she took the job in the first place, because now she gets to go around other people's houses unmolested, basically. She can just like, oh, why are you going into all of these people's houses? Oh, it's my job. I can, you know, I could just go in there and check up on stuff and, you know, uh, it's that's my job. I get paid to go around and just check up on holiday homes and stuff, and just if there happens to be children's teeth around, I, you know, that that's fine. Um, so, yeah, I think it's that's the most likely explanation that she is the tooth fairy. The tooth, sorry, the tooth fairy. <laughs> I can't I can't really see any other explanation other than she's looking to sell she's probably going to sell the tooth. Uh maybe to the tooth fairy. She's going to work as a sort of uh, middleman, middle woman, middle person, middle person. Cuz it's funny, isn't it? Cuz you cuz what you don't want to do is obviously change the gendered like the gendered term like middleman not to just use a gendered, gendered 
and flip it on its head, like say middle woman, you actually do a raise because he's like, you're not allowed to let women have a go. You have to completely like erase it. No, it's it's middle person. Why can't I just say middle woman? Well, no, sorry, sorry, girls, not allowed. Has to be middle person now. It's middle man or middle person. Get used to it. <laughs> Fuck's sake, uh, dear tooth fairy. Please give me. Okay, so I wonder whether. I, well, okay, so maybe, maybe she is now considering write, writing a reply to this girl, Katie Kaylee, Kale Kalit, Kalit, Kalit Kalil. Is that a uh, Kalit? Uh, don't know. Don't know. Well, I can't. I'm sorry, kid. I don't know how old the kid is. Maybe 15 or something, but I can't read the writing. So, you know, I think, look, to be honest with you, I, um, I'm i going to say that I uh, think before your girlfriend starts replying to, to starts, you know, getting a back and forth dialogue about her identity with these children... I think she needs to have a bit more of a back and forth dialogue about her identity with you because if she's been lying to you about, you know, her career as a to- as the tooth fairy, clearly she's been the tooth fairy for a while. And I'm going to be honest with you, being the tooth fairy is not you're not going to make a million dollars being the tooth fairy because I don't know how much kids' teeth are worth. Probably not. And you've got to leave at least a quid in exchange. I mean, how much do you think you can get for a child's tooth on the black market? I don't, maybe £1.50? What, so you've got a 50p markup on every tooth? How many tooths are you going to be able to get in the... Um, yeah, you know if you're going to pronounce it tooth, you, you, the plural of it is not, isn't, isn't teeth, it's tooths. How many tooth, tooths are you going to be able to get in a night? 10 so what you're gonna earn a five or a night that's shit house work that's not even that's you're nowhere near minimum wage you're just like you need to you're gonna have to have some sort of you're gonna have to have some sort of side hustle and i I don't know whether or not it's like running a youtube channel where you drink your own wee and dish out health advice and recommend essential oils and supplements maybe that could be it or i don't know maybe one of those ones where you you sell pictures of your if you crevices for cash to um to fellas i don't know i don't know look anyway so really what i'm saying advice for you i think you need to have an open and frank conversation with her about whether or not she's the tooth fairy it's fine if she is but i just think she needs to be upfront and honest about it and also i just think that maybe it's it's not it's not a profitable line of work but if you love it Sure, that's fine. You know, do what makes you happy and all of that. And if it's if you're finding it meaningful, you know, go for it. But I think you know you need to have an open and honest, frank conversation with that. Hey, look, if you don't want to, if you don't want to go out with a tooth fairy, that's up to you, mate. But you know, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, even though that's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, anyway, thanks for getting in touch with the show. Send me any bollocks that you have on your mind. Send me any bollocks that you can find. Even if that bollocks that you have on your brain is totally fucking insane. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, uh, Daniel Jemery, for getting in touch there with the listener mail. If you want to uh, get in touch, you can either send me an email, will at threshold.fm, or send me a DM on Facebook. Uh, Facebook or, or Instagram uh, Facebook is ideal as Instagram it's on my phone not on the computer so you know it just makes life an absolute fucking misery uh, basically to have to you know transcribe stuff that's written on the phone like like, like my life isn't difficult enough you know it's appalling 
Uh, anyway, sex could be the cure for hay fever, according to uh, male feminist scientists. Uh, if you want to stop sneezing in spring, you need to spend more time between the sheets. A team of scientists from Iran. All right. Uh, reckon that upping your sex life uh, will help fight the symptoms of hay fever. Uh, they say the sex say that sex constricts blood flow to the nose and eyes, which in turn unblocks stuffy noses and stops eyes from running. Uh, not only that, but it's more fun and cheaper too. Um, uh, it can be done from time to time to alleviate the congestion, and the patient can adjust the number of intercourses depending on the severity of the symptoms. Simpsons? Simpsons? Symptoms, uh, said Sina Zaraton, one of the neurologists behind the research. Naturally, there are some drawbacks. Mohammed Amin Abogazameri Fakhari uh, from the Tabriz University said, There are some limitations uh, in using ejaculation as a treatment of nasal congestion, such as not being, able, not being applicable out of the home and not having any sex partner. Okay, well, that's, that's all uh, there. That's okay, so... Uh, Yeah, I, I mean, you know, maybe if you were a real chronic sufferer, though, it might be worth just having a sex partner, maybe on a lead or something that you could bring around with you so that, I don't know, maybe you could find the nearest disabled bog at a moment's notice to just whip off for a quick one. You know, it depends how bad your symptoms are, really, doesn't it? Because, you know, if they really are truly debilitating, then maybe having a sex partner on a lead is not going to be as debilitating. You've got to weigh up the options, haven't you? It's... You know, I wish it, I wish it, I wish life was as simple as you wanted it to be, but it's not. Okay. Anyway, is airache, which fairly, fairly uh, seems like a reasonable name for a song to follow a hay fever story. Effectively, that's what hay fever is. Airache. Uh, it's by Everything Changes. Oh no, are they called airache. Oh, I don't know. Either or. It's a naughty half-time growler. As I said, a big day on Threshold today. At three o'clock. It's only the Rankins Records Ram Records Special. Where I'm going to attempt, probably in vain, to try and work out what is the best Ram release ever. I don't even know. I just, I don't, where do we even, where do we even begin? 
Uh, also, update on the trance wars. I haven't been to the co-working space, obviously, because I've been ill. But, bloody the fun boys, Van Buren is playing at Wembley tonight. And if that doesn't seem like the perfect opportunity for the trance, for the Psytrance Mafia to reap revenge... I don't know, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down as a sort of secret insider, an undercover lobster. Yeah, and I'll do some underground reporting. Uh, Lima on Discord is saying the best RAM release is probably the DJ Gov one. It's hard to disagree with that. Coming up at 11, Ames MC, bringing the big guns, and then Constrict at 1, Rankings Records at 3, Eastern Front with Mr. Merck at 6 for 2 hours, Scientific at 8, All Aboard with Duff at 9, it's a hot day! Airache, everything changes. Yeah, it has depth, it has warmth, it's dubby, you know, there's stuff going on, there's not too much going on. It's got bottom end, it's got top end, you know, it's got sort of atmospheric sounds. It's a keepers, but I'm, I'll take it. I'll take two off your hands. How much are they? 99p MP3, no problem, I'll take two. See drum and bass middleman. Just in there doing wheeling and dealing. It's gonna be a new show on like Bravo or something. It'll come after those like uh it'll be probably after Ice Road Truckers and before Porn uh Porn Kings or the one the one about the pawn shops. Not pornography. Your DMB middleman. Trust me, it's gonna be huge. Yeah, yeah, we got a collection here of uh, 99 to 2003 Ram records, mint condition. Seriously? Oh, they're going to be worth a fucking million dollars in 25 years. Post-apocalypse, they're going to be currency. Forget about Bitcoin, forget about Ethereum, forget about Litecoin, forget about Lobster Coin. Seriously, people, after the apocalypse, people are going to be trading old first edition Wham records. They're going to be trading pristine mint condition wham records discogs is basically going to be like the silk world and it's all going to be wham records anyway dmb middleman on bravo at nine o'clock um okay you can <laughs> apparently tell if a man will cheat on you based on his face uh this is um 
This is a disaster. Um, apparently, if you know what to look for, the signs a man is adulterous are written on his face. Okay, there are a few options available to you if you suspect your partner is a 24-carat love rat. You can just cut your losses and dump them, uh, or you could confront them, uh, or you could snoop through their emails and texts and keep a beady eye on their spending. But you also risk driving yourself mad, and that way, and getting caught. Okay. Then again, if your partner is a man, he is obviously a piece of shit. Okay, so maybe the signs were there all along. Wow, yes, by, by the tr- pure notion of having a penis in the first place, he, uh, you know, he's obviously guilty, at least by association. Uh, quite literally, st- the signs were there all along, quite literally stamped over his face. Um, we're not talking about lipstick marks or love bites. A new study has found that if you know what to look for, male cheaters actually automatically give away their adulterous antics. When it comes to their extracurricular shenanigans, men who stray cannot keep a poker face. A study published on the Royal Society Open Science Journal found. Uh, Their findings also stated men and women could, in fact, predict when a man was being unfaithful to a decent decree of actually actually simply by looking at a photo. Interestingly, women were pretty much impossible to read. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the scientists in this study were women. And they're basically, <laughs> they've gone like, yeah, so the thing is, yeah, basically we found out that women, now you just can't tell at all, but basically by just by looking at a man, you can tell whether or not he's been playing away from home, mate. Women, no. Well, they'd never cheat in the first place. In any way, mate. Uh, male cheats. Here we go. Now we get into the fucking ridiculous shit. Male cheats will quite often have more typically masculine angular features. Okay, so this isn't like at first you could be forgiven for thinking like, okay, so what is it? It's like, you know, you question a guy and like, the, I don't know, little facial micro expressions or something will give away whether or not he's lying. No, no, no. It's actually about your bone structure. Yeah, typically masculine angular features. These include squarer jaws and chins and prominent brows. It is about the shape of your head, about the shape of your skull, apparently can predict whether or not you're a cheater. What kind of mad bollocks is this? The research was conducted by the University of Western Australia, and researchers who worked on it said humans may have developed the ability to spot a love rat because this could uh, have given ancient humans an evolutionary advantage. Uh, Given the reproductive costs of being cheated on, evolutionary theories predict it would be beneficial for individuals to evolve strategies to prevent sexual infidelity. No, but you have to... Okay, so... But you have to look at it the other way. So, like, okay, so what? Men that cheat have evolved different facial features? It's not like... They would have to... But that has it. You can't just. Oh no, we've we've evolved to spot cheaters. Yeah, but to be able to spot them, there obviously has to be a difference between the actual, you know, facial bone structure of a cheater and a non-cheater. Why would the facial bone structure of the cheater be different? What would be the what would be the evolutionary significance of that? They arrived at this conclusion after asking 1,500 people uh, who, to look through photos of 200 men and women. That's that's their sample size. 200. Uh, men and women, uh, who'd been quizzed on their fidelity and whether they pursued anyone outside of their relationship. This is A-grade bullshit. 
both. Can you imagine if it were, if the results were the other way around? Imagine if it was done by a group of male scientists got together and they looked through it and uh, they went, yeah. So as it turns out, you can tell you can tell a woman uh, is going to be a cheater um, by the shape of her face. Like it would be absolute outrage. Uh, both men, men and women uh, were able to judge faithfulness by uh, faithfulness for men with a level of accuracy that was significantly better than chance alone. Twenty percent of the subjects were even able to un. Twenty uh, percent of subjects were even able to uh, definitely detect unreliable men. Twenty percent of the subjects were even what. Yet when it came to women, they proved to be impossible to read the same way. You've only got two hundred. Jesus Christ. Anyway, what a load of absolute bollocks. Um, that's quite shocking stuff. Yeah, I mean, this used to be a thing like in Victorian times or a little older. They used to say, oh, yes, we've, we've worked out some measurements. Uh, yeah, phrenology, basically, where you can oh, tell by, that someone is going to be a criminal by the shape of their head. It's, it's, it's just absolute madness. Uh, what? Like, I, but what a ridiculous tiny little sample size as well to... To do, why would you publish this and try and fob it up as actual science? You must, someone must have got funding for this. Like, pff, Jesus, what a waste of that. This is the sort of thing you'd do if you came out of university with a gender studies degree. Jesus Christ. Right, anyway, let's have a shoe throw and then we'll finish the show <laughs> before I get any more triggered. Um, uh, Moufleur on, uh, on, on Wham Records. <laughs> Just. <laughs> A detuned oh, an off-key chord just oh, hits me right in the feels. I mean, you could go down the route of like, okay, as it turns out, really ugly men, less likely to cheat. Like, what? I mean, really, like, very attractive men, more likely to cheat based on the grounds they've got more opportunity. Guess that would be a possibility? No, they're cheating because their face is a different shape. You can spot a cheater. Smuffler. 
That's Half Life by Muffler. It's on program. That's a fucking nice bit of gear, that is. That's a nice bit of gear. Uh, right, okay. Um, 25th of May. Threshold. All dayer. Yes, 1pm till 1am. We are taking over The Star by Hackney Downs in London. It's a boozer. It's a really good boozer. It's got a function one in it. And there is going to be shoe throwing plenty. It's going to be a full lineup of Threshold Disc Jockeys, me, uh, Joe, Power, Jen, 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 Squiff. Um, Duff, uh, more, more others to be announced as well. Um, obviously, Threshold DJs get priority, but there might be some other people as well. Uh, so we'll see what we can do. If you're really, re- oh God, really keen, uh, then do get in touch. Um, 20, yes, free, free all day, free to get in, free to get out. Um, that would be a nice one, wouldn't it? Free entry, five pounds to leave. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> And uh, think about possibly having an, a legitimate shoe-throwing competition on uh, Hackney Downs, opposite it. So, yeah, it's going to be free all day. I'll be playing, obviously. Uh, we might broadcast it, might not. See how it goes. Might, might be stressed. I'm just I'm going to be I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be really pissed. Uh, it's going to be great. Threshold all day. I will post the Facebook details. The Facebook event is floating around. It's on the Threshold Lobster Crew Facebook group. If you're not a member, please join. Obviously, there's a lot of information in the Discord, in the Lobster Meetup group. People are coming from all across the country, maybe even all across the world. It's going to be a hell of a time. Uh, anyway, let's finish off. Shout out the VIP list. This is a wonderful collection of people who are supporting the show financially and supporting Threshold as a whole financially. And I hope for, and we are edging closer to the goal of $1,500 a month, which will basically allow me to... Uh, pay someone to help me create content and create basically make the show and the station better. That would be a really, really, really amazing. We're about halfway there, and I think you know if we uh, if we all, if we all push, we can we can maybe get that together in a couple of months. And I I've got so many amazing ideas. It's just about trying to find the time and the resources to do it. And hopefully, we can, if we push this crazy train forwards, we can get there. Uh, so thank you enormously to Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kozitsky, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Colin Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Ballard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lillian Sub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode, Ryder, Andrew Hyde, Beck, John Finnison, the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Dustin Grief, Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, John Ryan, Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hannah Bartano, Lady Swiffington, Liam the Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Go with No STDs, Justin Mercer, NSMC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco, Shiva, Dan Eldrum, Darren Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive, Cytrons, is actually superior to drum and bass, Nicholas Lossie, Damon Rayner, Chris Brakes, The Build, Carissa Barthelson, Odin Bates, Lee Fuller, D, General Jeremy, Flaxis, Alexander Cassidy, Matt, Matt Wright, Dylan Laws, Grant Sullivan, Not That, Tom Robinson, subscribe on YouTube, Greg Cornford, Grace Sellers, Dab Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Mr. Happy, the German trance overlord of DMB, Ranking Makes Up Listening Vocal, Psytrance, Under the Alias, Cosmic Waft, uh, Keep Your Cool Tool in the Motor Pool and Don't Let Your Meat Loaf, and Nick Brock. So thank you very much, everybody. Um, I will say that Threshold.fm, it's not a pyramid scheme, and other radio stations are available. (laughs) Uh, But they're just not as good. Anyway, now on Threshold.fm, it's Ames MC. He's bringing the big guns for two hours, and then Constrict will be playing for an hour of fine-ass, dreamy, dreamy Incidental Sonics. Okay, I love you. I'll see you at 3 p.m. for the Rankings Records Ram Records special. It's gonna be a fucking riot! 
<laughs> okay, I love you. Peace out. Increase the pace, decrease the growth. <laughs>